What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not After 30 podcast? This is Anthony recording live and direct from the new Billy Shears podcast studio, still in lovely Milton, Ontario. Aaron Chalupa and I sit down. Uh, we record one. Actually, we don't say he wasn't live in studio. We, we did it over Skype, but it was so good to sit down and talk to him. We hadn't talked to we hadn't talked to each other over the summer. We had definitely hadn't podcasted over the summer, so it was nice to catch up. Um, Aaron had this wild summer, of course, um, working in Alberta and working um, the first response uh, fire, forest fiery department. That doesn't make any sense. Um, so he had interesting stories about that, but of course he, uh, he had a crazy summer. I'll let you guys listen to that in a little bit. Um, and it was just nice to sit down and talk with him. I love Aaron Chalupa. He's such a great guy. He's, he's got great stories. He tells great stories. Like, all that stuff is great. If you do like any of uh, anything that you heard here and you haven't heard his podcast, The Awkward Throw Clear, you can find it right here on the Nocturne 30 Network. That being said, I just want to quickly shout out our sponsors, always helping us out in the time of need. Um, the great people from 2020 Print Media. I, put out, I, I had this idea for something new. They were able to get it done for us. So 2020 Print Media, if you're looking for any hockey jerseys for this upcoming season or anything along that line, t-shirts, hats, decals, stickers, any of that kind of stuff, they are the people to talk to, 2020 Print Media, 905-609-7979. Of course, we couldn't do it without the original sponsor on this podcast, Superior Finish Painting Company. Um, they just helped my cousin out. They then work at the studio, at the new house, all that good stuff. 289-979-9000. Let them know you heard us on the podcast. Get some money, man. It's good. As well as um, Varage Sale. If you go to our Facebook page, there's a link to their Varage Sale um, website. Not website, but sign-up sheet. Uh, if you click through our link, we get a couple of dollars kicked back, which will help fund the podcast. Please help us out. So check that out on our Facebook page, uh, Varage Sale. It's, it's a way to sell all your miscellaneous things in the house. Um, it will take the network that you live in and then those buy and sell groups in that network and you can put one post through all those networks. Easy to sell those things off. Um, that being said, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoy. This is Chilling with Chalupa number two. This is the Not After 30 podcast. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now... What's up, Nana Nation, lovers of the Not After 30 podcast? I am chilling with Chalupa for the second time. We had maybe five minutes already recorded until I realized that we weren't really recording at all. But we're back now, so Aaron, what's going on for the first, second time? Oh, <laughs> like a lot. Just still up in northern Alberta, winding down the, the fire season, man. And how was the season this year? Yeah, northern Alberta, um, it's been kind of, it started slow and then it got really busy um, come mid-July. We got really, really busy. Uh, we've had a lot of guys helping out in BC. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had a lot of crews go down to the Southern Rockies district, so Calgary. Right. Uh, just because there's high hazard there. Um, and then we had a crew that went to Montana. So when I got back to Chicago, from Chicago, when I went to that metal festival, um, I was one of I was on one of three crews that was still up here, and then all the other crews, all our other five crews, left on export, and then we got hit with a huge hazard. So that was a little surprising and crazy. Huh. Um, we haven't really spoken since. I mean, uh, the, maybe maybe like the last time you were here, like maybe not the last time you're here, but it's been a while. You had a pretty exciting yeah. summer. Okay. Well, the last time we spoke was uh, hockey pool. Oh yeah, who won the hockey pool? That was you. Yeah, damn right. By a very narrow margin. What was what was the margin? Oh, I think it was either. Um, I think it was the series wins, and you had one more win over than I think it was Thomas Grix. No way. Yeah, yeah, it was damn. very close. I think what we'll do. I think what we'll do next year is. Um, pick your teams so we'll go by the series wins and then we'll also go by um, goals how many goals are scored in the playoffs oh because your Edmonton Oilers are high flying goal scoring machines is that why uh, it's, it's just what a lot of brackets actually do oh yeah just to, 
as a tiebreaker. So whoever's the closest to the the goals, they think uh, they that that's a good tiebreaker because you know total goals for the entire playoffs is pretty hard to guess. Yeah, that's a good point. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, for the baseball pool that I'm going to launch shortly, we're going to do at um, each round, each series correctly guessed per round. I'm going to give an uh, allotted points. So the first round one point, second round three points, third round five points, and then the the World Series seven points. And if you guess the right amount of wins or right amount of series wins, your totals get you get you to the finals. So hopefully that cool. hopefully that happens. You know. It's it's interesting. Uh-huh. The hockey pool, it was pretty easy to get ten guys to, to join. But this baseball yeah, it's pool it's pretty simple. Yeah. This baseball one is well, like I, I, I like to keep it simple because there's a good chance I'm gonna just have to do the math towards the end of it. I'm not gonna be able to do it on the fly. I might, but it's we'll see what happens uh-huh. in I don't know, six to eight months. Or not six to eight months, like six to eight weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh anyways, well, hey, oh. speak- Go shoot. Speaking on baseball. Yes, sir. I got to go to my first live baseball game ever. And it was not too bad because I was able to get drunk. <laughs> that is actually one of baseball's most cherished traditions. Mm, indeed, uh, I think it's most live sports. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was the Edmonton Prospects, and they were on the way to the playoffs, and we saw their last game. And even though they lost, it was a lot of fun and very affordable. So yeah. L- yeah. Like uh, low level baseball, they they're giving the tickets away. It's it's amazing, and, and if mm-hmm. you're lucky, you you can see some future hall like future baseball like legit major league baseball players, which is always great. You know, I find that baseball like even even still today, like not just the old days, but it's very similar to hockey of the old days. You could in baseball, you can find a lot of guys that just come out of from nowhere, mm-hmm. um, or that that work their way up from. You know these, <clears throat> pardon me, triple A leagues and stuff like that too. So it's pretty entertaining, pretty interesting. Yeah, um, we had a, we had a lot of fun. I took the girlfriend. So um, yeah, that was a great time. Great time. Good good logo. I got um, I got my nephew a t shirt, and you know I, I would consider definitely going again for the price. You know, what, entertainment. What was, was really it? Cool. What was it to get in? Oh frick! I think it was somewhere like fifteen bucks each. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, maybe 20. I think it was 15, though. It was pretty cheap. And, you know, the concessions aren't that bad either. Like, yeah. the beers were, like, 7 bucks or something. Perfect. That is... Not not very good beers, so I ended up just drinking, um, what were they? Some kind of, like, pre-mixed uh, drink. You know, it was ginger ale and oh, yeah. uh, rye right. or, right. or rum or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, when, when they suffocate you with, uh, you can get, if you want, Bud, Bud Light... Bud Apple, yep. Bud Apple yep. Cherry, Bud Light, <laughs> Bud Light Banana Cocktail, like any, like it's, yeah. And then it's like, Bud Light like, Banana Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, here's a, a beautiful Bud Light Foie Gras flavor. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. mm. No, no, thank you, sir. Yeah. I will pass that up, please. Well, we are heading, in a couple weeks, we're heading down to Boston to watch the the Blue Jays play the Red Sox. And I, I'm not too sure what what um, beer sponsor Fenway Park has, but I'm very curious. It might be one of those drink just to drink to get drunk, not the drink to enjoy the taste, and then maybe get drunk. Yeah. So... Brother, it's been a while. The hockey pool, I guess, was the last time we chatted. A lot has changed in your life. You've got a lady of love now in your life. What is up with that? Uh, well, well, I've been seeing her for quite a bit now. so, um, But it's just been getting more, more serious, obviously. Um, yeah, things with Ashley. Uh, she got a job offer to back back to one of her um, old clinics she worked at in Vermeer. Uh, the boss that she has there is one of her favorites that she's ever had. So... Well, she's excited to move there, not saying that she doesn't enjoy the time. And Airdrie is just a good move. She wants to be closer to her family in Cranbrook. Mm-hmm. So I don't really mind that at all because, one, I love BC, I love the mountains, and we're not too far away from a Kootenai ice game of the WHL. So Ooh. that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, once, I once watched a Kootenai uh, versus Kelowna Rockets game. Oh, really? That yeah. That a good game. Yeah, um, I can't really remember too much of it, um, but it would, they have a nice arena in, in Kelowna. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, yeah, it's a great team, too. Jason Smith is actually the head coach of them no, right now. No, wait. What Jason Smith? Yeah. 
Jason Smith that used to play for Toronto Maple Leafs? And the Edmonton Oilers. Huh, imagine that. Went to the cup final with the Oilers as the captain, actually. God. The man known as Gator. God damn it. Amazing. Yeah. But it, may, it makes sense, though, because if you look at um, what the Kelowna Rockets are famous for, it is the draft, uh, Sorry, developing very, very, very good defensemen. So, oh, shit. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, no, so, so that's really exciting. Um, so I'm looking for different jobs over the winter. Still kind of juggling a couple possibilities, but Invermere does have a brewery, Arrowhead Brewing Company. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll be applying to those guys. I've, I've already been in talks with them as well to see what uh, what town and what establishment could uh, you know I could deliver my talents to. Yeah. It won't be Miami. It won't be Miami. No Miami? So. No Cleveland? <laughs> no Cleveland either. Uh. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not the king. I'm no. the baron. I'm, yeah. the, I'm the beer baron. <laughs> the beer bear. Beer bear town. Yeah. Beer in Chalupa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, no, it's great. You know, Ashley's, Ashley's a cool chick, man. She um, she likes to travel. She's been well-traveled as well. She's gone to Southeast, Southeast Asia, Europe. Um, she went to school in Toronto, so she's got a lot of friends in Toronto and even out east further, like Maritime. So, mm-hmm. you know, coming to visit won't be out of the question, I'm sure. Well, good. Aaron, when, when will we hear Ashley on the Awkward Throw Clear? I don't think ever. She's actually pretty shy. <laughs> no way. Not even in the back room being like, Aaron! Clean up your dirty underwear off the ground. No, no, <laughs> no, definitely not that. Um, you know, maybe she'll be able to say hi or something like that once or twice. You know, who knows where I'll be recording or she'll be walking by or whatever. But I think at one point she that. needs to make her debut. I think it'd be good. At some point, maybe we'll get her like really, really, we'll get, we'll get her really drunk and talk about you know dental hygiene and all that stuff you need to know. Talk about the machine gun. Oh God. <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely not. And I need you to quit bringing that up. I was drunk at that time. Well, don't worry. Um, it, it can't be found unless unless you're an old-time listener of the NA30 podcast. Uh, you won't know what we're talking you. about. And we won't bring it up either, just just in case Big Brother's <laughs> listening. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Big Brother. <laughs> so, buddy, listen. How are you enjoying the podcast? I want to get into your summer, but I'm, I'm more curious. Like, How are you enjoying the podcaster life? Are you enjoying doing what you're doing with the Upper Throat Clear? Dude, it's a lot of fun. I actually, I, like, you know, I'm kind of stuck in that direction of trying to interview um, uh, different people with different backgrounds from different areas of either the world or the country. Uh, and I think I've been doing that pretty well. Like, I've only had, I think, about four or five guests. But I think we've been able to, maybe, actually, I think just four. But I think we, we've been pretty good at covering uh, different aspects and different walks of life, for sure. Um, forestry has loads of different uh, characters to offer so I'm just trying to tie into a, a few more contacts and solidify because I am winding down this season I have about one more week left until I'm done up here so there's a few other people I really I've been really meaning to talk to and just you know shoot the shit with but uh, you know I, I hope really, to be really podcasting you know for at least you know a couple more years we'll see how it, how it goes what, what happens and everything but uh, I've been really happy with it I'm not sure about you or the listeners or the, uh, the other NA you know uh, uh, contributors well I'll tell you this I I really liked um, your series with Delta Greg I thought that was very good and he's uh-huh. he's very entertaining and I really really enjoyed Brendan Dixon uh, and Brendan Dixon's song um, where do you get your honey where'd your honey come from yeah, yeah. where did your honey come from? Yeah. Oh man, that was stuck in my head for like uh, probably ten days. It's catchy. It's like, super I'm not sure if you catchy. Look, you know, and again, like I said before, you can find him find his music a lot of places, and you know, you can definitely listen to a few of those songs for free. But I would highly recommend just picking up the album on your iTunes, and uh, there's a, there was a few other uh, sites we dropped there, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, his music is good. I've got both his albums. I think he's coming up with a third one here pretty shortly. But yeah, he's he's a, he's a very funny guy, and he's definitely my um, honey confidant for sure for my mead. <laughs> oh, and I've, I've actually brewed two batches of mead over the uh, the course of the last two months. So we've got a a cherry mead, mm. and then we have a rhubarb Saskatoon mead fermented. Whoa. Right now. Wow! And we just bottled we just bottled the uh, the cherry one yesterday. So well, and and what for those who don't know what is mead? Mead is honey wine. Excellent! It sounds delicious. Yeah, so you it's it's a very simple alcohol to make. So you have honey, you have water, you have yeast. That's it. 
Um, if you want to add different fruits or spices or flavors, you can. You know, like it's not unheard of to add vanilla or ginger or pears or cinnamon, whatever you want, really. Yeah, yeah. Mead, mead travel has traveled more than just like the Vikings and Mesopotamia has also gone to, to Africa. So oh, it can wow. be very, very interesting, and it's actually quite a uh, quite a nice drink. I like it. All right, so tell me more about your summer. How, how, I mean, we're looking now, the summer's kind of ending. It's getting a little chilly here. Actually, this week in, in Ontario is going to be really nice, but overall it's getting cooler. What, how was your summer? Was it good? Was it great? Was it one of the, what is it rank high up there? You, I mean, you're obviously in love, so that helps a lot. It was a really good summer, you know, like it, it's, it's tough on the, the two weeks on, one week off um, schedule with a girlfriend. You know, uh, there's that, uh, there's that little stress there so we can't really do the trips that we really want to um but we, the time that we have had together it's been a lot of fun and really rewarding i've gone over to cranbrook to go visit her family again um got to hang out with her mom and um her stepdad's uh, camping lot i guess they have a an rv lot at the, some campground yeah and so they just stay there for like weeks on end when they're not working so pretty pretty sweet gig so we just went over and visited and have up the sun i got a bit of a sunburn but uh, i healed quickly uh besides that um i went to chicago open air metal festival that was unreal uh went with my two brothers michael and kevin it was my brother kevin's bachelor party oh wow and yeah it was also his birthday weekend which worked out really nicely and he actually was uh, struggling not bad. well I don't know he had um, a cancer scare he had to stick cancer so he's finally beat it now oh wow good for but, him right uh, it, it worked out just in time for the trip that he could actually go travel so yeah it was a it was a pretty uh, rock and roll feel uh, metal festival mm-hmm. he's got to see lots of bands that you know I've never seen before and Kevin's you know seen a few times or hasn't seen before either and yeah, it was a really good bonding experience with uh, my oldest brother Kevin and my other brother Mike and myself and just met tons of really nice people uh, bands we got to see um, Ozzy Osbourne Kiss, Anthrax, Slayer Korn, Rob Zombie Meshuggah, Clutch Godsmack, Monomarth um, Code Orange was the one that was like a, a new one to me that really surprised me and that was wicked oh frick there was a lot of bands that played Hell Yeah was a really cool one um, yeah, man. There was there was so many bands. I can't I can't remember all of them. That's wild. Uh, oh, oh wait. Um, uh, Megadeth was there too. So, yeah. Jeez, like all the yeah. All Zach, the Zach, big names. Zach Wild was playing guitar for Ozzy Osbourne, and Zach Wild he's the front man for Black Label Society. So that was something else to see. Holy fricks! <laughs> no, like, it, like the the uh, the shows were just unbelievable. Um, you know the, the crowds were very very cool I got to go mosh pit a little bit um, I got to I didn't, I didn't crowd surf <laughs> I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm quite a big guy and I don't, didn't really want to be dropped but uh, yeah I know we made a lot of friends out there and yeah, very very hospitable city we didn't get to check out Chicago so much but uh, you know we, we spent uh, got to spend a lot of time together and then the grounds were just enough to keep us busy so that was sweet oh that's awesome yeah buddy that sounds like a real, real good time. And on top of that, the fact you guys are celebrating two, two big things. And, and also, like, Chicago, like the food in Chicago is fantastic, too. Oh, the food venues, um, or booths that were at the, the metal show were quite nice. Like, there's a booth called Apocalypse Now. Another one, Master of Patties. Um, they, they had all this, all the great festival food you can think of. So we, we definitely did not starve, that's for sure. Good. And, and so what does like a metal fest cost to get into I think it cost us for the three days because uh, it was a three day long festival uh, full like it played right from I think I think the gates opened around 10am uh, and then they went all the way till about 10pm I think it cost us 300 for the three days which isn't too that's, bad I think, I think 300 Canadian yeah, that's fine. It was like yeah. two two forty American or something like that. But yeah, very reasonable. Uh, the flights weren't too bad either. Return flights, I think, were somewhere around. I want to say somewhere around four hundred. Yeah. And then still the hotel for for five nights per person was two hundred dollars. 
that yeah and that's a great trip like that's a once-off trip like that's that's the right price to pay for that oh yeah no, completely, i completely agree now like what kind of no, crowd that, that, sorry go ahead. Me? go ahead brother no, no, I was I was waiting for you. Oh, I was just gonna say, what kind of crowd was it? Like, I'm I'm seeing like a lot of like um, dyed black hair, face piercing, probably some mod robes, like goth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, there's that too. Um, you're gonna see like, well, it's just think about back in high school, right? You got guys with like the ripped up uh, t-shirts, the baggy jeans with the chains and the belts with the studs on them and stuff like that too. Um, lots of you know, lots of face paint, lots of lots of leather. A lot of people had leather on, or yeah. um, or or what would you call it, fishnets and stuff like that. You know, I almost uh, a want lot of, a lot. Pardon me. I just say I want that to be the the, the name of the, the podcast. A lot of leather, episode ninety four. Oh. A lot of leather. A lot. Chilling with chil- leather. <laughs> chilling with chalupa. A lot of leather. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually the next Fifty um, Shades of Grey movie movie book. A movie book, eh? Yeah, both. Morgan Freeman reads a lot of letters. <laughs> Hello, I'm Morgan Freeman. I've known Aaron Schlupa for a very long time. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was it was wild, man. A lot of people just were normal looking, you yeah. know, just wearing random stuff. Like I had my my metal vest, so I got a big um, patch on the back of it. Um, the, the Black Metal Society in the front. It's a clutch, and it's uh, the Clutch Army, Elephant Riders. Um, but yeah, no, sweet. Uh, we went to the Fuck Cancer booth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is brand uh, in the states, and they just do a lot of fuck cancer things. Uh, <clears throat> and it was pretty funny because I actually posted the the picture onto my Facebook. Uh, so Kevin, you know, just surviving testicular cancer, uh, he goes up and he's just like, uh, we we actually went up with. Uh, with him and like hey this guy just beat testicular cancer and they're like we're gonna get some pictures and I was like okay sounds good and then Kevin's like everybody pull your nuts out <laughs> so I didn't and then one of our other buddies didn't either but everyone else did and at first one of Kevin's buddies pulled his dick out as well <laughs> it just flew out <laughs> and because he, he was that wasted he's yeah. like oh I thought we were doing dicks out too I was like no put that nut back in there <laughs> So everyone pulled out one ball uh, to represent, you know, <laughs> the, you know, support support Kevin, right? And then all these people kept walking by, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, oh, that guy, he would just beat a tissue with cancer. It's like, oh, cool. And then more people come by. It's like, what's going on? And so there must have been like 50 people around the booth at the time. And it's like, what the fuck's going on? Hey, are you the nut cancer guy? Can I take a picture with your nut? Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, Kevin calls it the speed bag. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. It was it was a wild time, man. It was absolutely wild. Um, but yeah, no, like man, everyone thinks that metal guys are just super mean or scary, and uh, it's, it's the exact opposite. Um, it's kind of like the the biker thing, you know. I see a lot of biker guys that are really tough or whatever. They're actually really cool guys. I don't don't get it wrong. If you piss them off, it might be a pretty shitty time for you. But, right. Um, a lot of them are very genuine. We well, our neighbors in the in the hotel. Uh, to uh, it was a couple from Kentucky, and they brought their I think she was twelve or thirteen uh, year old daughter, okay. and she was crowd surfing. She was in the mosh nice. pit. She was riding like she was up on my shoulders and uh, her dad's shoulders and stuff, just you know thrashing out. Very cool. Like and like if she was trying to get around or like get through the um, you know the, the crowd of people, not a not a problem at all. You oh, know, people okay. would move out of the way. You know, it was it was really cool. It was really cool. Everyone was very polite and. Um, made sure that you know no one really got into any trouble and everyone was kind of it was, was being looked out for yeah. if somebody went down to the mosh pit quickly picked back up kind of thing oh you know good I mean? lots of respect yeah oh yeah exactly and that's that's the big thing right there is that there is that respect but there were some wild guys too so you know as you see in a lot of festivals um, there was Deadpool and Lady Deadpool uh-huh. um you know, they were wearing those onesie um, unitard outfits. There was the Power Rangers running around, too. <laughs> There's a guy dressed up as Jesus running around. Okay. So, it was, yeah, it was pretty funny. Especially when you saw Jesus in the mosh pit. It was pretty funny. Well, Jesus, Jesus rocks, man. Just, just oh, yeah. Jesus rocks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, it, was, it, was, it was a wicked time. Man. It was a great, great time. And the flight back was, you know, I think we were all pretty happy to get back to Canada afterwards. We were just all so exhausted. Just yeah. Ready to, go to sleep but then I had to drive from Edmonton to uh, high level and get back to work so 
that was that's when shit hit the fan up here. We had about I want to say somewhere around twenty fires in fourteen days. Oh wow! Yeah, and a lot of them were pretty big. It was pretty wild, and that's when we were shorthanded as well because we sent all our resources to other districts and provinces and states. So, no man, like if there was a if there was a motto for the summer for me at least, it was it was very busy, 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 busy. Yeah, well, you no, know, I wish. It, 2017, the year of the busy summer. Yeah, yes. Yeah, your life at mine. Yeah, well, hey man, that's that's what keeps us skinny, right? <laughs> well, <hopefully. laughs> nah. Uh. Keeps us from getting fatter. Yes, <laughs> yes. 2017 keeps us from getting fatter. Exactly, and a lot of. And, and how about you, man? How's how's family? How's work? How's fatherhood? How's yeah? Husbandhoods? How's renovations? Well, it, it, I mean, I've vented on here enough times just saying that, you know, like I, I've actually I'm exhausted the um, me saying, you know, I've got so much on my plate. Like, I'm so tired of that. And it's been crazy, man. It's, 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 it's really been the craziest five months of my life. The move, the baby, then packing up a house on two weeks notice, um, moving... And then un- like unpacking and then obviously having the baby, the lack of sleep that you have when you have a baby, plus renos and then balancing between being at the in-law's house and then being at the new house and then being at work. And I, I only took a little bit of time off, which I, I would never intended to take a lot of time off anyways, but I took a little bit of time off just to balance out everything else. And I, I really could have taken the whole month off and still been behind. But, you know, like... It, the way it is now, like, we are happy with the way the house is now. We had, like, a major... Most of the house was in good condition. It was just a kitchen we need, we really wanted to update. And anybody that knows anything about ever living in a house knows that the kitchen is a central hub of the house. If the kitchen's fucked, yo, life fucked. So... No, that's, the, that's, that's where the best times happen. It's it's true. And, you know, and we wanted, like, the, the kitchen was dated and ugly. We wanted to do some work on it, so... I'm hoping that soon we can actually like post photos of before and after and everything because we've done a lot of work on it we're happy with it we're happy with the changes uh, we like we took a wall down and, and there's a lot going on but I'm, I'm it's the craziest time but right now I'm, I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel right before we get into like another busy time at work and had, work's been off the hook crazy and we've we lost like three staff members in one week that made our oh, life shit. crazier, uh, but we got some new ones in who are helping out and they're kind of filling in. So that's getting better. Like things are all—it's starting to balance itself out after the craziness that it was. But I'm hoping uh-huh. we can balance ourselves out enough before the absolute crazy time happens, and then we can go from there. So, so is is Brittany still on that leave then? Yeah, she she's gonna be taking the full year. And okay, right on. Yeah, which is good. Like it's what we kind of wanted. And um, initially, when she first went on that leave. There was talks that she was gonna maybe do the the eighteen month um, mat leave, but I think we opted we opted against it just because not so much the money like the money wasn't a huge issue. It, I mean it was, but it wasn't. And um, I think I I think a year makes sense for us, as well as in a year's time, or I guess in seven months time from this point, uh, we're hoping that there's enough independence with the baby that we we can get them to have some grandparent time and and also like Brittany's going to go back and work half uh, part time for the first um, what would it be like six months and then after that go to full time so we're hoping that that works out the baby's like she's awesome and you know cute and happy she's a really happy baby but she fucking hates she's, she's doing baby things she's doing baby things she hates sleeping though and she hates oh, really? when other people sleep <laughs> She's, oh. How dare you sleep while I'm not sleeping? Wake up right this second. Wah, wah, wah. Wake up right. Dad, 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 dad. Wake up. She sounds like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. She, you know what? I'm telling like, you, come man, on. if she wasn't cute, I'm telling you. It's like the worst roommate ever. If, well, if I, when I, when I live with John, if he was the kind of guy that would be like, Jilby, you awake? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, turn on the lights, open the door. He, he might have done that once or twice. But if right. he did that every yeah. night, that would not be a happy no. guy. I'd be like, I'm moving out, or you're moving out. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Somebody who brews beers and plays hockey and, you know, has, you know, <laughs> like, like like the bluest eyes you've ever seen, 
um, promised he'd come and be their nanny and hasn't shown up yet. So I did not promise. You promised that I'd have a job. Well, that's pretty much the same thing. And so I'm just saying, the job's still open, A, if you want it, and B, I don't mean anything I'm saying unless you're actually going to come and do this. And then if you're not, then I Let's totally say... Let's say what was it? Uh, let's say an eight-year eight-year deal of yeah. $103 million blizzards. Yeah. Was, it, was that was that a McDavid deal? One hundred three million. Is that what he got? For, I, I think it was one hundred three. But yeah, one hundred three million blizzards for for a year contract. Man, <laughs> I I did not think he was going to sign an eight-year deal. I thought he was going to sign like a four or five-year deal and just come come back home after that. I thought it was. I thought that him and Dressel would sign cheap for a short term, right? And then like like a three year, four year deal to try to win that cup, mm-hmm. and then they would sign again and make the big bucks afterwards, yeah. And do a long deal or whatever. But I'm happy with it. You yeah, know, McDavid. For, we got McDavid for nine years, and we've got Dressel for eight. And and I think when when they signed, they were actually saying that they signed for a little under market value, but I mean. When you're talking about what's that, like ten million dollars? Like, you, you, who cares? It's ten million bucks, you know. Like, what's, mm-hmm. a di- what's the difference between between ten point one million dollars and nine point six million dollars? Yeah, yeah. No, like it is nicer that they signed a well, draft title. Maybe could have signed a bit cheaper, but um, McDavid definitely left money on the table. Not a, a crap ton, mind you, but he did. He, he, he definitely could have asked for the maximum. Yeah, totally. but he's I mean, uh, he's probably making money in so many other avenues. Like, really, like how much money are you gonna need? Like, wouldn't you rather just would you want would you want on a would you want in the Vetchkin deal where you make a ton of money but you never really win, or would you know yeah. you, you sign a little bit smarter? You're like, listen, we can make a little, sign some more guys, make some more, you know, uh, make better decisions and sign better players. You know, man. Like, it, I was I really thought in my head McDavid was gonna kind of go like. You know, uh, maybe Home. go go cheap enough where it'd be fifteen percent of the cap. You know, I, I, I'm just waiting for one of these superstars to just lower the bar big time and just be like, all right, like say McDavid. Imagine if McDavid went eight years, eight million. Like just imagine, just yeah. imagine that if he would have eight years, eight million, and or eight years, nine million. Every every agent everywhere loses his job. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Like I know it's a shitty thing, and I'd like to send a big riff in the league, and a lot of people would be pissed off at him. But imagine mm-hmm. they did that, and you could just build like a really stacked team, like they did in Detroit. You know, Steve Eisman took plenty of pay cuts. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Like Paul that, Korea that was, did that, that one year idea. too. Paul, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, he, he took it. And like, I almost wonder. You know, I doubt it, but it would be kind of neat to see if the the Leafs did it too. You know, Carter and Matthews took oh. a big pay cut. I think that'd be huge. Yeah, well, and Nylander too. Like all, all three of those guys are gonna, I think, are due at the same time. So, mm-hmm. you know, who knows what? I mean, you know, like it's it's never been. Um, it, I I feel like I don't want this to be a huge hockey talk, but I don't feel like I feel like a lot of the the NHL players that take money. Like I feel like it's always the Russians and then the Americans right behind that. Who always log out for that big money? I always feel like it's those Canadian guys. Like Crosby didn't take max money. He took he took at the time he took the second highest contract, even though he signed after Ovechkin. Yeah, yeah. but no, like is is AAV uh, is is his actual AAV salary to the percentage of the team salary right was really low. Like Ovechkin's, I think is like eighteen, high eighteen or nineteen. Right. Yeah, at the time of the signing, and then McDavid's is lower than Crosby's and Ovechkin's. So. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Good Canadian kid. Yeah, uh, players are going for like this. This is the big turn of events right now. Is that players are asking to be paid for what they're going to do, not what they've done. Mm. So that that's where it's going away now. Like you would see these guys getting big contracts as soon as they turn twenty one, right, right, or twenty. You'd be seeing them get the big contracts. When they're twenty six or twenty five, well, as a Leaf like, fan, like, like Stamkos, like Tavares, those guys. Listen, as a Leaf fan, uh, we signed pretty much every superstar that was past their prime and gave them a whole oh. bunch of money. So, oh yeah, you know, like Larry Murphy. I'm still, I'm still burned on Larry Murphy, and that happened uh, twenty years ago. So, oh fucking Ron Francis, Ron, well, Eric Lindros. No, Eric Lindros, he signed for nothing. 
Oh, they signed for nothing. Yeah, Lindros signed for nothing, but yeah, like uh, yeah, Francis wasn't was way past his prime. He wasn't past uh-huh. his prime. He was eight years past his prime, and he Alex McGillney. Oh, hey, that was that was a good signing. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was slightly past his prime, but still a good sign. Anyways, well, let's finish. Let's finish the hockey talk for now. We're gonna do that yeah, a yeah, later, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll do right, that we'll one. Finish this episode ninety four, Ryan Smith podcast. No, or no. episode ninety four, NHL ninety four, or Sergey Bearsen. Sergey Bearsen. Oh yeah, he's right up there. With the Belarusian rocket. <laughs> okay, so give me, give me a little, give me a little like um. Little teaser on what's going on with the awkward throw career. Like you're saying that you want to record a couple more before the season's over. But like, do you have any? Do you have any guests that you're trying to track down? Like that, um, like outside of the firefighting, forest firefighting field, or is it? Is it? Is it like those characters, or is there someone outside of that that you're looking forward to get into? Or, or? well, it's also um, I'm hoping to talk to a few guys that are removed from mm-hmm. forestry now, like the guys that I knew before I was even hell attacked. So. Yeah. Uh, one of my buddies, Rick Labacan, uh, he's a First Nations guy up here. He's mm-hmm. Cree. So I'm hoping to talk with him. And uh, hopefully we can talk about uh, all kinds of stuff growing up in the north here. Uh, he's really into his um, he's really into his culture. Uh, he does a lot of drums, uh, a lot of hand games, things like that. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully talk to him here this coming weekend. I just heard that we're working through the weekend as well, so we'll have to see what that can be done. Uh, but yeah, he's been away from an initial attack for I think four years now. So just see how it's going with him. He's got a little boy and a little girl, and he's I think he's still engaged. I don't think he's gotten married yet. Nice. But we'll see what happens there. Um, a few of my more of my brewer buddies. I'm hoping to talk to uh, maybe some of my musician friends again. Uh, yeah, no, I there's been a few other guys I really want to chat with, but. Uh, and then I'm hoping to hopefully doing a lot of podcasts when I'm traveling Europe with a few of my coworkers. Yeah, so and what, maybe like a couple of my cousins and friends when I'm over there too. So what's going on? Like tell 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 the good people of the nation what's all right. Up. All right, so it's been going on for a while now, but I'm going to be going to Europe uh, to play in a uh, fun hockey tournament. So there's these fun draft tournaments I sign up for, and it's it's called NCHL No Contact Hockey League. And it's all about fun and having a good time and, you know, sportsmanship and stuff like that. But the, the competitiveness of the hockey is actually not too bad either. And there's a lot of skillful guys that, and, and girls that do come up and play. Uh, and it's going to be in Salzburg, Austria. So I have a cousin that lives in Salzburg, and she plays some hockey. She's not too good. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this, but, yeah, she's not too good. She only started uh, maybe when she was, like, 40, 43. And I think she's 52 now, maybe 53. But, uh, yeah, like it's, it's just to keep her busy, and she has fun with it, and good group of people that she works with, and, uh, sorry, plays hockey with. Uh, she actually has two teams she has started, and she also referees as well. So she knows the game very well. She She's doesn't busy. play too great either. And that's coming from me, who's not a very good hockey player, so I can't really say much. Yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess it just runs in the family. Um, <laughs> saying that... Uh, yeah, so the tournament's going to be three days. There's the draft night. There's the fun. Uh, so then the tournament starts for the one full day, and then there's the Sunday that, oh, sorry, the Saturday we, we finish it up. Uh, it's a fun little concept as well. I'm not sure if I've explained it on the podcast before, but uh, for the draft rounds, um, you'll we'll all line up together. Uh, you, you'll have a different round. Uh, each, each round will have a different skill set of players. So, when I sign up, uh, out of 10, you'd rate yourself. So I put myself as a three or four sometimes. And so you'd go with other guys that were threes or fours. <laughs> and you each get a beer. And they'll say, one, two, three, go. You start chugging your beer. And then the first one done, you put it over your head. And then if you're the first one that finished it, you have your jersey from the team that picked you. Your team gets to pick the first overall the next round. Oh, cool. And then those guys line up, and they all get a beer, and they chug. And then they get to pick the next, uh, you know, the first overall the next round, too. So it's a pretty interesting concept. And they play all over the place. They, they have a tournament in Toronto. They have a tournament in Phoenix. They have a tournament in Boston, Canmore, Alberta, um, in, in Vancouver as well, Seattle, all over the place. So, listeners, if you're interested in this, um, you know, this fun draft tournament, maybe look on their site. And, uh, sorry, no contact hockey league, NCHL. Then type in draft tournament. And it'll pop up on Google and you know just see if there's a, a tournament uh, in your in your neighborhood. 
very solid. And if you decide on your way back, if you happen to have a layover in Toronto, let me know. The, yeah. <laughs> the nanny duty is yeah, we'll always available. Yes, sir. Yeah, we'll have to see what, how it goes. Um, yeah, yeah, no, like, it'd be great to go visit again. You know, maybe we could, maybe we've had a couple of days and we'd uh, get up to no good. Maybe see a Marley's game or, yeah. Heaven forbid, heaven forbid a, a Leafs game. Uh, that might be too expensive. It might break, break it, the bank. It will. It will be too expensive and you won't be able to get tickets. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be able to get parking tickets. But we can go to the brand new branded Scotia Bank Arena. Perkins. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, eh? Fucking worst name arena you could ever ask for. Oh yeah, Scotia Bank. Could you, could, what do you, you know, got? You guys in the Maritimes? I I I was never a big fan of the Air Canada Center, but it grew on me. Scotia Bank Arena. You know, it just. Okay, is it is too much to ask? Could you not call it the Scotiabank Garden, or could you call it anything else, or maybe I don't know, the Scotiabank Place? But Scotiabank Arena, like I get it's a hockey arena, but it's also a basketball center, or you know, like there's other sports that play there. Like arena, I mean, it feels just too too hockey, and I don't know, Scotiabank. I just it doesn't nothing about Scotiabank screams Toronto either. No, it doesn't. Like, no, you, you can't use TD because that's at Boston. <laughs> yeah, TD Garden. Yeah, it, it's even it's even funny. Like, what is it? What, what is it with Toronto that doesn't like, uh, or that loves uh, other provinces' banks? Like, you got BMO Field. Yeah, it's now you got Scotia yeah. Bank Arena. Yeah. Now what's the, next? Alberta Treasury Branch. Uh, <laughs> Western <laughs> Union Center. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, TD. There's a the TD Comfort Zone at the at the Rogers at the Rogers Center, okay. um, as well as there's a WestJet flight deck at the Rogers Center, but that's kind Interesting. of yeah. But there's yeah, like TD Bank is or TD Canada Trust whatever, that is kind of like the only I guess Toronto based thing. I don't know. There's no CIBC anything if that counts or anything. Mm. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Are they worthy of having a stadium or arena named after them? I don't know. Like, I would have loved it. Like, who got Canadian Tire? Was that, was that Ottawa that got Canadian Tire? Ottawa, yeah. 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 So, I mean, I think that's pretty bad. Like, I, that would have been, like, the one for me. I would have been okay with that. But the money that Scotiabank dumped out for this is kind of embarrassing. I'd be pretty stoked for uh, if they went with Steam Whistle. Oh, yeah. But that's, I mean, I don't think Steam Whistle's got that budget. Yeah. That make me happy. There's like a, there is put a, a three FG on the side. Yeah, there's a the, the direct energy center. Um, yep. But even that, like that's and even the like, I guess that's where the Marlies play. I guess on a fair, like Rico. I guess it's called Rico, but it's also connected to the direct energy center. But mm-hmm. Rico, like I think isn't Rico like a construction company? I, I don't know, man. I don't know for sure. Anyways. Anyways, that being said, I think... I think Fisher, Fisherman's Friend Arena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Hall's Hall. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, buddy. Let's see. That being um, said, that's... Oh, uh, you got something else to say? Oh, yeah, yeah. Going back to Europe. It's not just Austria oh. I'm going to. So after this tournament, um, I'm, Ashley's meeting up with me, so Ashley's going to come over. We're going to go to Munich for Oktoberfest, the Oktoberfest. I got my later hosen. She's got her dirndl. We're yes. gonna rock it. Yes. Yes, buddy. Yes. My cousin's gonna take us there, and we're gonna have a good time. We'll come back, probably shammered, uh, singing all the great songs and doing all the great dances. <laughs> and then after that, we're gonna travel a bit on more, a bit more of Austria, uh, visit some more of my family out there, and then I head over to the Czech Republic with Ashley, and we go to Prague. We go to Czeska Bydgoszcz, where I have uh, some more family in the Czech. Uh, then I head over to um, a, a small area called Osmanice, mm-hmm. and I've got a cousin that's getting married, so I'm going to have a Czech wedding I'm going to go to. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah, buddy. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. So we'll see how that goes. And I'm actually going to look into it. I'm a, you know, I've, I've always been talking about it, but I really want to take a bit more time and see if I can get my dual citizenship with the Czech Republic. Oh, so very cool. It's possible. Then I can go to Europe and play hockey. You yeah. know, I can have a contract playing the Romanian or Albanian league. Maybe. Yes, 
Um, yeah, but is, is the, the Czech Republic belongs to the EU, right? They are part of the European European Union, correct? Yeah. But they do not have the euro as their currency. Oh, interesting. Yeah, there's there's a few of the countries that are part of the EU. So yeah, yeah they are part of the Schengen Agreement. Lovely. Where where you can you know if you're born in uh, France, you can still work in the Czech Republic. It's not a whole lot of uh, paperwork to do. Gotcha. Yeah, or vice versa or whatever. So uh, after the wedding, we uh, Ash and I go back to Prague, and she flies out. And as, she, as soon as she flies out, I meet up with two of my buddies, Nelson and Travis, that I work with. And then, pardon me, we continue the trip around Europe. We go to Bratislava, Slovakia. We go to Budapest, Hungary. We go to Romania. Um, go to all the way to Bucharest. And then we go down the Black Sea coast uh, into Bulgaria to a place called Plovdiv. Then we head over to Sofia, Bulgaria. Then we rent a car, and apparently renting a car, uh, we looked up, we looked into it a little bit. For a month, renting a car will cost us about four hundred Canadian dollars. So, sounds good to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After that, then we leave from Bulgaria. We go to Macedonia at a place called um, was it Skopje? Skopje, 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 uh, Macedonia, and Macedonia, Macedonia, as we all know, is where. Alexander the Great is from. Some really nice spots we're going to stop at there. We're going to head over to, what uh, after that? Albania. Albania to Montenegro. Montenegro to Croatia. Bosnia, back to Croatia, because there's a little gap there. Um, and then Bosnia, we're going to check out Sarajevo, Sarajevo obviously. Um, keep heading up Croatian coast. And there was actually a fire, a, a few fires that were pretty bad in Croatia. So we're going to bring some uh, forestry swag and see if we can do some exchanges uh-huh. and maybe do a, a tour or talk to some guys. Maybe if I get my EU passport, then I can uh, go over there and fight fire. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I fought a fire on every continent in the world. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be something? Uh, yeah, so after Croatia, we zip up to Slovenia. From Slovenia, we go back to Croatia, to Hungary. Uh, visit uh, a place called Pex, I believe that is how you pronounce it. P E C S. Uh, a beautiful city. Uh, so to dip into that, and then keep going back down into Serbia. Go through Belgrade and check out some more stuff. Go all the way to Sofia, Bulgaria again, and then I'll fly back to uh, England. Visit some of my buddies there. Uh, one of my friends, he just had a, a girl. Uh, Last summer, I haven't met her yet, and little baby girl, and his wife is, I'm oh, sorry, his, I don't think they're married yet, I think it's, yeah, just girlfriend is pregnant again, and I think she might be having the baby by the time I'm visiting, so that'd be pretty sweet. Oh, that's cool. And then I fly back home, and then, you know, if I have some time, we'll see what happens there. And then we can stop in Toronto for a visit. How long is... How long is that trip? Like all, all those. How did you all just, together? It's gonna be. I'm probably gonna be getting back to Canada around middle of November, November twentieth, twenty fourth ish, kind of thing. And and how long overall? Like how long is it? Like, so is that what, like a month? A, give or take a month. About about two months. Damn. About two months. And how many places? Oh jeez, I didn't count. Uh, we'll say England, Austria, Germany, Czech Republic. Uh, Slovakia, uh, sorry, England, Austria, Germany, Czech Republic, Slovakia, Hungary, um, Romania, Bulgaria, uh, Macedonia, Albania, so that's 10, Montenegro, uh, (laughs) Croatia, Bosnia, Slovenia, Hungary again, um, Serbia, so that'd be fifteen countries. Wow, that's yeah, incredible, man. dude. Yeah, yeah, it should be a time. Hoping to see a lot of hockey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have to bug my uh, cousin to see if I can talk to any of her co- hockey contacts for a podcast. Who knows? That would be fun. That would be. Definitely. She knows some of the guys with the Salzburg Red Bulls, so we'll see what we can do. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Damn, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a trip. Yeah, a hell of a trip. that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, man. it should be a great time. It'll be well worth it after uh, working this summer, let me tell you what. Be- well, listen, so we should check out your 
your Instagram for sure, because I'm sure you'll be posting lots of pics. Oh, yes, and listeners. You know, if any of you guys are in these countries I just listed, listed off, uh, fire Anthony an email, and then he'll give, give you my details. Yeah. Or, or, or check contact out. contact the podcast, yeah. or hit me up on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Send him some dick pics. He'll love that. Ah, oh, stop <laughs> it with the dick pics. Everyone knows I like a nice uh, nipple pic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if it's a guy, it's not censored, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't have to blur it out if it's a guy's nipple. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, it's kind of funny. Like, why well, I'm surprised that girls don't do that. It's like Photoshop out a guy's nipple and just put it on theirs. Oh, don't you think it'd look a little weird? It would look a little bit weird, but still kind of give that protest effect, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Like, there, there was one that I saw uh, on Facebook where it was like, all right, we can't show women how to check uh, for breast cancer on Facebook, so we're going to do it with a guy. And the guy's like, he's got these huge man boobs. <laughs> and they're like feeling them and like some, checking them and everything like that. So it's very, very funny. And it just goes to show, it's just like, yeah. how, how ironic is it? Well, listen, I've always been weirded by guys' nipples, but I have a hard time <laughs> when guys' nipples are either really small or really big. I just want them to be normal. Oh, man, there's this one guy I used to fight fire with, and he had these smallest nipples, like like a small button, like, like small, smaller than a dime, smaller than a dime. And I was like, dude. <laughs> Let me check mine. Yeah, it was well, like it was like a pencil eraser, like yeah. a number two pencil eraser. But then, isn't it weird too when they're like the size of like a pepperoni slice? Like, like New York like style. salami? Are you talking about salami? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, think of a pizza. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Think of a yeah, pepperoni definitely, pizza. Definitely salami on a guy would be very weird. Yeah, totally weird. All right, that's a perfect, perfect note to end it for sure. Um, Aaron Chalupa, buddy, thank yes, you buddy. so much for doing this, and have a great trip. If I don't talk to you before that, uh, thanks, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. Oh, thank you as always for always putting out that great content. The awkward throat, throat clear with Aaron Chalupa, or the awkward. Trope clear if if I mis misspelt it cr- incorrectly on uh, any of the feeds. Well, it's funny if you put it if you put it as the offer trope clear because that's how you know maritimers say trope. You they, know, oh, your trope. Yes, that's that was so, my plan. So we're, we're we're appealing to different uh, aspects. Yes, you know, different parts of the country. Yes, of course, that was our plan all along. World domination. All right, brother. Yes. Let's talk soon. As always, have a great great time and do your thing. Keep spreading the good word and podcast as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Tell it like it is, brother. Yeah, man. That being said, let's end this sucker off. Thank you so much for his love and support. And if you know someone that might enjoy this, let them know. Aaron Schlupe, you got anything to say? Uh, talk to me. Let me know what you guys think about the podcast. Let me know if I need to hit anything up in Europe like on, on that road. I don't, don't tell me to go to Sweden or something like that because that's way out of the way. Tell me what I need to hit up on these countries. A lot of these countries are new to me, so... And, and what's your Instagram handle? Instagram handle. Oh, geez, let me check again. <laughs> Chalupa Kampas. I always forget the name. I, I never check my name. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is. Jeez, oh, here. Somebody's. somebody's Chul- isn't it Chalupa Kampas 52? I'm pretty sure it is. That's why I've been yelling at everybody that it is. Yeah. Uh, Chalupa, Chalupa Kampas 52. There it it's is. It's all one word. No underscores in that stupid stuff. Yeah. If not, if and if you if you're unsure, just go to the not after thirty at not after thirty. On Instagram. I'm tagged in everything. I'm yeah. the I'm the best model on that. On yeah, the, on this you can even find Aaron Chalupa his modeling career stopped and started and stopped on the the Instagram page. Mm. You can definitely mm. check that out. Like that photo. All right, brother. Let's tie a sucker off. All right. For things you do, you do. For things you can't do, you lead to legends. <laughs>